0: Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. The one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. Today on the program is Chris Bueller. And I know everybody wants to go Bueller, Bueller. And I do it to him because we are very close and He laughs at me even though it's not funny because he gets it all the time. But who is Chris Bueller? He is the founder and CEO (laughs) of Scorch Agency. And he and I have known each other for quite a bit of time now. First uh, getting to know each other around some technology that we're going to talk about. And as uh, as I've been advising them on some of the go-to-market strategy for a product that they are working on, uh, really dug into the work that Chris has been doing at Scorch. And truth be told, we tried to do this podcast recording about I don't know, a month and a half ago, before the trade show season kicked off, and I was sick, and Chris was sick, and it just it wasn't happening. So, it's actually better that it's delayed, Chris, right? Because we got some big news that we're going to be sharing with people today. So, welcome. How are you?
1: Uh, doing great, Dave. Thank you for inviting me onto uh, Demand Gen Radio. Uh, it's a real uh, honor to uh, to be here. Uh, I think it was just winter, honestly. Like everybody just kind of doesn't feel that great when. Uh, it's rainy and cold and you know 25 degrees outside although you're in california so you don't have that problem i'm here in the midwest
0: we don't have uh, your cold you know, but we had the rain the rain was ridiculous this year in a good way and they're predicting that uh the ski slopes are going to be open till july so hey there there's a benefit of the well, rain
1: that's fantastic in st louis they just say if you don't like the weather just stick around for a day and it'll change you know one day you're wearing a. Uh, you know, a winter coat the next day, uh, slip flops and t-shirts. So, definitely a uh, a place that uh, you get you get pretty much every flavor of the seasons.
0: Well, I'm glad, like I said, it worked out that we rescheduled because we'll talk about the release that uh, we put out, right, and give people a chance to check out the technology. But let's let's raise it up and really start with the umbrella theme, which is around conversational content, right? Term that that you're very passionate about. We saw, you know, in the recent years, people adding chatbots and adding conversational elements to provide new ways to engage. And um, why don't we start off with Scorch in terms of the work that you guys have been doing for folks like Microsoft and LinkedIn to really put in context your journey on how you guys led to, you know what, And instead of static content, let's make it conversational content. So... uh, Share the, share the background of, of Scorch and, and some of the work that you guys have been doing so we can move over into the conversational and the technology aspect.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Dave. So Scorch is a cool story. I, I like to think it's cool. I participated in it the whole way. So <laughs> uh, about 10 years ago, uh, I uh, was working for an agency here in town on beer marketing like most of uh, the other creatives in St. Louis. And, uh, there was a big shift when AB was, uh, bought by InBev. So, you know, I, I put my time in, uh, kind of running all the different parts of an agency. And I thought, well, I'm going to start my own agency, but, uh, I'm going to focus on B2B and, uh, really try to bring the sizzle of, uh, what we did in the B2C, uh, liquor spirits and beer marketing kind of over to, uh, uh, to, to content, um, specifically in tech. So, 2013, 14, we started doing uh, campaigns with Marketo, and we did the big activity coloring book, which was, uh, you know, really successful. Had about 40,000 downloads and uh, generated a half million dollars of uh, revenue for Marketo. Uh, Had a bunch of thought leaders and uh, some cool things in there like thought leader matchup, where you know you had to pick. Uh, you know, whose book went with uh, which uh, illustration of a thought leader. There's, you know, folks like Ann Hanley was in there and uh, Jay Baer and Joe Pelluzzi and uh, a lot of the uh, the OG of of content marketing.
0: For sure. And then
1: uh, from there, uh, we went on to work on some projects with <laughs> LinkedIn. I actually uh, really good uh, friends with Jason Miller, uh, who ran the global LinkedIn marketing, uh, solutions, content team and social really spearheaded that all the way back from, uh, 2014 when they dropped the, uh, sophisticated marketers guide to LinkedIn, which we collaborated on with, uh, Jason and his team and, uh, work with top rank marketing and 10, 10, ton, uh, uh, Stephanie Tilton over there. She's a great writer in Boston. And, uh, it was that, that. <laughs> that trifecta working with linkedin that really uh, generated that kind of staple of of content marketing now uh, it actually uh, that that program's for marketers guide won a uh, best multi-year campaign in content marketing world last year and we um uh, we actually seen that now uh, go into 14 different uh, languages uh, all over the world in several countries and and now it's on the 5 year anniversary so we just uh, uh kind of rebaked uh, the whole book and updated it with all the new products and everything that uh you know makes makes you even better at linkedin in 2019 uh so you know how to update your profile and get everything rocking there and then you know using different advertising products like sponsored content uh sponsored in mail really kind of seeing how to you know pull up your showcase page for your yeah. business and, uh, you know, it's just a lot of a lot of really good stuff in the sophisticated marketers guide uh, to LinkedIn. But one of the things that we noticed when that program happened in 2014 was it was so successful it had 18,000 percent return on investment. The first core uh, being in market, uh, which is just unheard of. I mean, that's just crazy re- re- return. So, you know, we, we, we looked at this conversation that we could own uh, Jason and I, when we were, uh, building this book and, you know, we kind of landed on this thing called uh, sophisticated marketer and, uh, it's really become kind of a movement and in the process of, you know, creating all this content. Now we're 200 uh, plus campaigns deep with, uh, LinkedIn wow. and, uh, one of the global partners of, uh, Microsoft, uh, and have worked with them on, uh, you know, over a hundred customer stories and, uh, developed this campaign called "Real uh, Stories of Digital Transformation" uh, that's uh, you know really has every flavor you can imagine on uh, how customers use different products within Microsoft, and uh, it's all built on an Uberflip hub. Yeah, uh, you know, we worked with uh, Randy Fritch and his team yep. over there.
0: Love those guys. And
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, and we uh, we put together a very impressive business model for content, but uh, you know ABM has been one of these things that really taken shape in the last couple of years. Uh, and so we, we wanted to create an experience where conversations could happen when the customer's ready to raise their hand and reach out to a company. And so it all started with kind of looking at the success of this program with CISCA Marketers Guide. And we said, wow, 18,000% return on investment. That's going through a traditional, uh, you know, lead form and then, you know, demo or sales call. And all these things have to happen in sequence and it takes time. And I said, wouldn't it be great if you could just be on page four of an ebook, see a product that you like, and there's a button that you can just click and get not to just a human, but the right human. And you can decide if you want to, you know, text them or call or email or chat or even jump on a video call and screen share, you know, I mean, different people like to do different things. But it's a whole idea of conversational content, meaning you're driving the exchange that you want to have with that company. But, you know, you've done all the research and you've decided you want to buy or you want to get inspired, or educated, or uh, you know, get a question answered. And, you know, that's part of the uh, decision making process. You know, it's it's you know, I always say, Dave, uh, that uh, real time response is the currency of diamonds, because in the world like we live in today, like you can buy you know, houses, cars, pretty much anything in the world, if you walk up to somebody with a handful of diamonds, you can uh, you can make a transaction. And I think nowadays in the society we live in where everything has to happen right now, uh, real-time response with someone that can offer you value when you just want to get, you know, information and get on with it is uh, is a uh, precious, uh, yeah. precious gem.
0: Well, let me pause you for a second and just you know i know in a podcast it's sometimes hard for people to put all the pieces together and so let me summarize a few things so if you can't tell chris is incredibly passionate about what he does he loves content and unlike a traditional agency that might span so many different project types their niche what they do really really well are things like ebooks and infographics and interactive slide shares they make assets For companies like you've heard them mention, like Marketo and LinkedIn and Microsoft, they make the downloadable assets and they are very, very good at doing that. You heard the off the charts numbers, you know, how do you get 40,000 downloads of a holiday calendar? You know, it's, it's, these guys are, they're not only aesthetically very pleasing, Chris, you guys are just great with the visualization, uh, but it has that right amount of white, white space. The content is really good and you help your clients. You know, get, those, get those out there. And then what Chris realized in all of that, which is a conversation that a lot of us had at conferences, is how stupid are we Like as marketers that we build these websites and then we run these campaigns and we send people to our website and they troll around and find the thing that we gave them or take them directly there. We serve them up a form or not, And they fill out the form and give us their contact information and then, provided everything works from your SDRs and sales teams and campaign attribution all that, someone gets back in touch with them, if that's what they wanted, uh, and they engage. And it's such a long, friction-oriented process. So in Chris and the team's experience, right, with building all these assets, it just – Came up like a light bulb, like, why can't you? And Chris, I'm not gonna steal it. It's yours. The most beautiful several words strung together is why can't you have click to human? And when you showed me the vision on paper and then showed me the alphas and betas of PingPilot, Pilot, I'm like, wow, if this if you can get this to work and deliver on the promise, because I felt like I was looking a little bit like a time machine. Like I was, I was nervous to step into it. Like, am I? Is this really gonna work? And uh, it's, it's. So I just want to catch you guys up. Like, that's the path, right? He and I were looking at all these these ebooks, and and we refer clients to them. Uh, we do a lot of nurture streams and a lot of uh, different programmatic aspects in Marketo and uh, other marketing automation systems. But what we don't do at Demand Gen currently is we don't. Create content, and so we align ourselves with with folks like Scorch, who's part of the Demand Gen Alliance, to do that. And one of the reasons that Chris and I have remained so close uh, in in our partner ecosystem is the work that he is doing on conversational content. So that's that's that wrap. Tell me, tell me what it was like. Uh, continue that the whole click to human thing. Like why you know? Because you're morphing from an agency a bit into a software company and what what's that like
1: a little bit, a little bit um but you know I mean, I think the click to human tech it it's really part of what content marketing is moving towards i mean uh every everything that is content now is being so much tied to r o i, and you know for a three hundred billion dollar industry uh you know we we really haven't nailed that conversion metric that is someone looked at our ebook, looked on page four, clicked the link, talked to somebody and bought something. I mean, we, we definitely, you know, can see that with all the different tech uh, integrations that we have um, using ABM and uh, you know, IP lookup and cookies and things like that to build the customer journey. But the true conversion of a click to human uh, tech, you know, gets the customer to the right person in your company through the channel of their choice. So if they hit you up on SMS because they click a button inside of a piece of content, you have a two minute exchange. And then later, uh, you know, they decided to click the link that was in that text thread that then they book a meeting on your calendar and you just see something pop up for two o'clock on a Tuesday. And now you can give a demo to that customer and really start to bring them into more of a, you know, middle funnel, bottom funnel type of experience. You've just jumped ahead, you know, two months of the, uh, you know, kind of, you know, hunt and peck sort of experience the customers have when they're, you know, going through the webinar and the infographics and the gated and non-gated experiences to decide if they want to buy your product. So, you know, I really uh, look at, you know, kind of the model that, 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 that we followed and quite frankly made, uh, you know, quite a living on in the last five years, which is your non-gated white papers and, you know, mini ebooks and blog posts and uh, infographics and all the social content, then driving back to a gated experience uh, where you can get a you know a nurture uh, lead or you know somebody to start to really subscribe to that stuff and then qualify them through uh, Marketo or HubSpot uh, or uh, you know Pardot or wh- whatever your marketing automation platform is and you know, you're bombarding them with these email uh, automations that don't feel like they really were written uh, just for them. You know, right. it's it's part of that, you know, kind of scale your marketing efforts and get, you know, a thousand leads and then see if you can get a hundred of them to convert. Uh, but without that personal touch, without that, you know, kind of human to human interaction. So, you know, we we really want the right human to talk to in real time. And what we developed with this click to human technology, uh, is the ability for you to interact, not only in an online experience, like, uh, you know, widget that's on the website, but also in a uh, trade show floor, you know, or if you see uh, uh, an outdoor billboard with a phone number on it and you call the number, you know, you could have a conversation with the company and, and In exchange, you get a data point. So now you're talking about media or advertising that would normally be an offline uh, interaction that would be justified by impressions. Now turning into an online data point that can actually, you know, uh, result in a sale. Yeah. And as you connect those offline and online uh, touch points, you really, you know, you really start to see the full picture of the customer. Yeah. So we're really we're really excited about this because not only is it a click to human experience inside of content, it's a sales and marketing alignment for companies for the SDRs and the uh, BDRs and the folks that are you know in the trenches every day trying to get where the customer likes to spend their time so they can meet them there. because yeah. nobody likes to be on the phone if they're all about texting. You know, and uh, some some folks like you know use their phone. Uh, maybe on the weekends when they have some downtime, but uh, during the week when they're you know on the job, they can only you know send a quick text, so yep. you never know when these uh, customers are going to reach out to you, but you have to meet them where they are yep. you know uh, Buckman, uh Buckminster fuller the um, environmental a- activist and famous architect that did uh geodesic domes and uh probably most known for the Epcot Center. You know, he, he, uh, he said this really great quote. He said, you never change things by fighting the existing realities. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. I just love that quote. I, I just think it's so
0: it's so relevant, relevant to,
1: to you, for sure. What we're trying to do. Yeah. You know, because uh, we need to be more than just content marketers. Now, with customers wanting everything right now, we need to be content architects. We need to be able to look at our business and decide how we're going to make content and then design an experience for our customers that they get a frictionless, hyper-relevant exchange that truly is, you know, value. Because what we're really talking about here is, you know, conversational content creates value through context, timing, and purpose. So you want to text, great, we'll meet you there. Right now is the timing always. And the purpose could be you just want to get a question answered. You might not be ready to buy. So it's all about building that relationship in a similar way that you build your personal relationships in business. And we're excited about this technology because what we're doing is we're giving people their time back. I mean, if you don't have to go through an IVR and press one for this or four for that or talk to three different people and have the call drop. And you can just reach out to a business and speak to that subject matter expert, especially in B2B. I mean, these products are not like easy stuff. You don't just call up Marketo and buy, you know, 100 licenses of, uh, of you know, marketing automation platform without having multiple conversations and development of a relationship and identifying the use case of how you're going to use it. And I mean, there's training, there's, there's all kinds of things that happen when you buy a product. That's a high touch sale, so you know we think for B two B this is going to be hyper relevant because customers aren't always customers. Sometimes they're just you know kind of sniffing around to see you know how quick you're going to get back to them. How much you care about them.
0: Let me paint some visuals for folks because it's it's hard on a podcast to to, you you hear Chris's passion and he certainly has a beautiful mind. Uh, He's he's the mad scientist when it comes to. Uh, the vision for Scorch and for this technology, but let me let me paint you a little visual. And I'll tell you what we're going to do. So uh, if if however you got to this podcast, in the podcast description, I'm going to put a link to an ebook that I mentioned. It's this conversational content ebook that Chris and the team have put together. And download that ebook, and you'll get to experience the technology. But I want to I want to share with you guys because I've had a lot of martech companies on demand gen radio and others why do i have chris and what am i really trying to create awareness for you this product is you can't buy it right now like it's it's in the stage of where it's free and they are piloting the technology and that type of stuff so if you want to talk with them and try it out with your own ebooks and that type of stuff definitely reach out and we'll give you information to do that but the reason i want to put on the podcast is one of two things is gonna happen. In that, in the years to come, imagine if you saw, let me back up, imagine if you saw the very first ABM technology, or the very first marketing automation system, or the very first uh, web, uh, like Adobe Experience Manager, or saw Photoshop in its alpha or beta, or the very first versions of Acrobat. Imagine if you could see that technology in alpha or beta. That's why I want to expose this technology to all of you, because one of two things is going to happen. This thing will wind up in a digital shelf somewhere and never fully make it to market and have success, which would be an absolute tragedy. Or you listen to a podcast that was introducing a technology that could forever change how people communicate between your prospects, customers, and people inside. It has that uh, potential. And when you know, Chris talks about IVRs, which is you know, integrated voice response, and talk about billboards, if you wanted to run an ad today and put a phone number, you'd probably put your company phone number on there, or maybe you'd get a custom 800 number. The level of effort to do that is pretty significant but not with what these guys have created. If you wanted to have chat on your website and have those chats routed to the right people, there is now technology competition for that, but that's the only thing that they do. And what Chris and his team have developed is the ability for this tech to either be on your website or be in an ebook, basically anywhere you can put a URL or or have an online experience, and enable someone to go click to human, to go right in to an SMS chat, or to drop an email from this link, or to go into a, a real time web chat or to make a phone call. And there's a whole back end for for setting it up and, and connecting those contacts to the right people. But for example, this morning when I was talking to Chris's partner, Tom Kobe, the way that I talked to Tom is I just went to a URL, which is ping me slash Tom Kobe, And when I click that, I get a little panel that says, what do you want to do? And in one case last week, I put a calendar request for him and I to get together, so I used the technology to just schedule a time, and then today, when I needed to talk to Tom, I just clicked the URL and then clicked phone call, so it's something you need to see, because uh, there's no way that Chris and I can really describe all the different aspects of it, but we'll, li- we'll link this, and here's the, here's the vision, where we started was, we've got all these PDFs, right, we all create PDFs and assets for our customers or prospects to download, Imagine in any one of those documents, you could just have that person click and go right into the type of communication that you want, and not only have that communication take place, but in your marketing automation system, know what asset They came through and do attribution and do interesting moments or whatever you want. So it's pretty exciting. I'm certainly hyping it because I've been an advisor to them for the past year and a half. And I'm excited to see the product get to a shape where we can actually demonstrate it and drop it in a PDF and and do it. And I'd love your feedback. So if you guys want to check it out, go to pingpilot.com, but also read the description and you can you can connect with Chris and his team and check it out. Again, no sales pitch. They're not selling the technology right now. They're piloting the technology. So if you want to be on that kind of uh, bleeding edge, cutting edge, uh, check it out. Chris, what, what is it going to take to, uh, you think, make this successful and change the world?
1: Well, I think, uh, I think what it's going to take to make this successful and change the world is you know, to, to not look at this as a as a software. This is a this is more of a utility. I, I think we solved a real problem here. I think some of the best some of the best problems that are solved are the things where you start with, you know, wouldn't be great if I could blank, right? But it also has to be inexpensive. It has to be something that can really, you know, maximize the ability for you to, you know, make more economic growth for yourself and for, you know, how you can, uh, you yourself change your life by leveraging this technology. So I think one of the interesting things that is going to help change the world is that we really unlock something with this, um, that is beyond, you know, software. We, we, we created a, uh, a, a bridge between what I like to call, you know, the sales marketing and customer support and success uh alignment where in you know 60 seconds we're building a contact center and if you look at the last 40 years of communication i mean we've built infrastructure of telephone poles and contact centers and miles and miles of cad 5 cables and all the uh the things that we have to do to create this, uh, you know, horrible customer service experience that isn't really designed by us. It's designed by the companies. Yeah. and some companies are good at it, some companies are horrible at it. But with uh, this technology, I mean, we're really we're, we 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 could eliminate hold. I mean, think about that as a concept. Think about being at a dinner party like five years from now, and uh, somebody steps out for 15 minutes, and you say, "Hey, where'd you go?" And then they come back and uh they they say oh i was you know talking to the uh you know telephone company and they had me on hold and the other person says what do you mean you were on hold there was uh they don't have that technology that everybody's using it's like spreading like wildfire so you don't have to wait on hold anymore and then you know just to see that development of where we start to stop using technology to keep customers from getting to the right place and start using technology to get out of the way so customers can just have the conversations they're looking for with companies I think that's gonna change the world because what we've built in in the process of getting this conversational content click to human experience that we you know see happening in in content and ads and pretty much anywhere you can have a sales marketing or customer support touchpoint we also kind of stumbled into being able to turn your phone into a hundred phones So after you set up these, what we call ping pilot signals in your, in your uh, content and you link them back to your phone, you now can have like a hundred different touch points that all get back to your phone. So you really become kind of like this mission control for any opportunity and you never miss it because it's all getting back to your phone. So when your customers reach out to you, you get notified right away. That real time response is possible. And, you know, as we move into this new generation of, you know, Instagram and uh, social celebrity and all the all the ways that people like to travel around the world and have these experiences, we're not we're not sitting at our desks anymore. You know, we're working from any we're working from anywhere.
0: That's the really key point, Chris, is that a lot of SDRs and a lot of salespeople uh, in organizations, there's not a phone necessarily even on their desk anymore. And you're calling right. and talking with the mobile. Everybody's really added their mobile phone to their business card. For those that still hand out business cards, which I do, um, but you know, I, I could put on LinkedIn, and I have a massive network on LinkedIn. Uh, if I post something and said to someone, "Hey, let me know if you want to have a conversation about," it, and posted my phone number, it's pretty exposed. I don't think I want to give out my my phone number to tens of thousands of people, right? So. I could put a URL, though. I can put a ping URL. I could even put a phone number that was created by PingPilot. And so that, even though that phone number will get to my phone because of the magic that you guys have done, it's not my phone number. And as you know, I can sunset that phone number at any minute the way that you guys have done it. So it does, like you say, open up the ability to allow a lot more frictionless communication and at the same time break down some of the challenges of you know, exposing a phone number or your phone number or your email or anything like that and giving people a gateway through the software to, to talk to either you or a bunch. That's why you say, you know, that your phone is 100 phones because you could have lots of different phone numbers out there and lots of different ways to get to you, but it all, you know, uh, terminates at, at your phone, whether that's an SDR, a sales rep, yourself. Even, you know, when, I look forward to the day that a contact us page, right, has the ping technology on it without having to go, well, it could be this phone number, this phone number, this phone number, just be a central hub. It's it's cool. Uh, what's the path going to look like, Chris? I know it's hard because you guys are running uh, and working on two companies at the same time, but this is a major release. So what's the roadmap look like in terms of when you hope to have that minimal viable product uh, in-market where you have the confidence that people can start using it um, in assets or at least at least trying it out. What, what do you think?
1: Yeah, actually, big news, Dave. We uh, launched the enterprise uh, version, uh, soft launched it at Adobe Summit uh, just a week and a half ago. And uh, we're, we're starting to uh, build uh, active use cases for uh, turning on the uh, paid enterprise version of Ping Pilot. So Uh, You know, we kind of built the initial prototype, went into beta, uh, and we got to a place where we really felt like we kind of solved the problem. And then, you know, we just decided to blow it up and start over again and uh, build it so that we knew that it was, you know, kind of less technical debt and a lot of uh, uh, ability to, you know, kind of course correct some of the things we learned as we built the prototype. Um, So we feel like we've got a rock solid uh, handle on this technology, and we're starting to uh, sell it. We've got about 30 and S&B customers uh, that are um, onboarding, and we've uh, got a few enterprise companies that are using it for sales and marketing. Uh, and we're uh, really excited about the, uh, the trajectory and the uh, traction and, and the growth of, of the software. You know, one of the things I want to touch on, though, is what the future looks like. And, you know, I think the future is skills as a service. And I really do believe that everyone is putting so much investment in LinkedIn, and they're they're creating these networks that aren't just networks. I mean, they're 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 almost like a uh, you know like a like a fund of of human um, uh, investment. You know, you've put this time to build these relationships, and you know all these people at all these different companies. And say you're a, a you know seasoned sales professional, and you've you know jumped around uh, five or six jobs in the last ten years as you made your way up the ranks in uh, Silicon Valley or, or, or wherever, uh, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if you could reach out to your network and just say, Hey, you know what? I'm going out on my own and I'm going to, I'm going to start doing some moonlighting and closing deals. Cause I understand nuances of sales and, you know, I can create a 10% commission model with like 10 of my different, you know, top network uh, uh, contacts and give them a ping number And track those leads. And if I close those deals, I'm now, you know, this kind of Boba Fett, if you're a Star Wars reference, uh, 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 you know, of sales. And so my code name for PingPile is kind of, uh, you know, uh, I I call it like sales closer uh, because it really is like you have the power of this ability to turn your network into, uh, you know, a valuable exchange between your ability to close deals and your network's ability to give you that opportunity. So, you know, I would, I would love nothing more than to see folks that, you know, maybe don't have the luxury of having a nine to five for whatever reason, uh, you know, or working three jobs and can start to use this technology to, um, you know, make economic opportunity for themselves. You know, one of the things that we're doing with LinkedIn and our partnership there. Is uh you know we're really we're really seeing how we can build uh, a ping pilot integration so you can start to uh, you know get that high quality network that you have in LinkedIn you know kind of showing up in your in your uh, in your application. So you're really paying attention to the folks that um, that that matter to you, and you know people bounce around different jobs, and there's lots of different uh, things that are happening so quickly. you just can't keep up with it all. So we love the ability for um, people to, to see this technology as a path for economic opportunity. Yeah. And I think it'll be really exciting if, uh, you know, like a soccer mom in the Midwest who has a day job can also, you know, talk to her network and get, uh, you know, a commission structure to close deals uh, on her spare time. And uh, you know, maybe make a whole new career path uh, because of uh, uh, this what this technology can provide for uh, for that opportunity.
0: yeah, you bring you bring up one of the the great challenges, good problem to have challenges of bringing a product to market, which is, you know, do you make ping pilot? Uh, do you go after like mortgage brokers and real estate people and have them sign up for a ping pilot account? So that their customers and prospects can interact with them through PingPilot on their mobile phone, and like you said, overnight give them a whole phone system, you know, through a little piece of technology and magic. Or do you go after enterprises that are producing eBooks and downloadable content and have them use it to stitch it into that, so that people can interact? Right? You've got so many different. In many ways, it's like you know when the the telegraph or the telephone or even email came out. Like, who are these? relevant for us and for those of us old enough in the 90s when people are like, should I have a website? Yeah, people ask that. Like, should I actually have a website? Do I need one for my business? I don't think people will come interact with me online. People said that all the time and who, it's one of the first things you do is see if your URL for your company name is available that you're that you're dreaming up. So anyway, let's leave the magic to people uh, to go check it out. Um, I mentioned early we put it in the description, so we'll make sure it's there, and you can download this conversational content ebook that Chris and his team put together, which has the technology in it. But if you want to learn more and and try it out, uh, just go to pingpilot.com. P i n g P-I-L-O-T, just like it sounds, pingpilot.com, and you can set up an account. I tried it myself, the very early alphas. I put it on my personal website, which is IamDavidLewis.com, and tried it out there and tested it out with some folks. And uh, as Chris said, it we made a lot of progress with the Alpha, but the new code base, which really um, re-engineered the whole guts, the the technology infrastructure for doing voice and screen sharing and chat and SMS has been uh, overhauled and in this new version, so so check it out. And Chris, thanks, thanks for the time and congrats to you and Tom. I didn't know you were officially launching at Summit. I knew that you were, um, Certainly had some uh, things that you guys were showing in the new release, but uh it's nice to hear that you've hit that that milestone. And we'll keep shaping the product together. And like I said, one of two things gonna happen. We're gonna say, remember back then when we tried to do X, Y, and Z and it just didn't mm-hmm. happen for some reason. We don't wanna end up like the Newton, right? But um I think I think you're on I know you're onto something and it's all about execution at this point because it just makes sense. That people should be at- interacting this way with others, as opposed to the ways that we've created this friction-oriented structure uh, in the past.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it wouldn't be uh, you know fair for me not to offer this because uh, honestly, like I, I want this product to be a solution for people that better their lives and make it easier for them to have higher, you know, quality exchanges with people they care about inside of these companies. And, you know, as you build these relationships, you really do start to see how important that real time response is. And I I think if, um, if you can do that at scale where an enterprise company can feel like a small business and a small business can move at the speed of an enterprise I, I think that that's going to really change the, change the world. If you can if you can go into a place like Indonesia and you can start to you know create the opportunity for someone to build a marketing campaign where they can barely you know have a Wi-Fi signal and start to get you know places that have little infrastructure and and take advantage of LTE and 5G and all these things that are coming online. And then bridge that with, um, you know, smart technology that makes it possible to integrate with voice and, uh, you know, all these different ways that we communicate to get what we want. Uh, I think it's just going to move the economy forward. And I think it's going to help. I think it's going to help, uh, you know, connect the dots for lots of people, you know, and, and for businesses, I mean, all that data that's coming through is hard to track. so. You know, we, we make it really easy on the back end once you do all the integrations with uh, Marketing Automation and CRM and JIRA. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a Twilio build partner. So we're doing, um, you know, stuff with conversational AI and we're moving into voice. So, I mean, the future roadmap for this thing is just going to get even better and better. And, uh, you know, it's our goal, uh, you know, to look in a couple of years ahead and see, you know, kind of us as the... Uh, utility that kind of connects all your existing infrastructure. And, uh, you know, me slash Chris. Um, I'm happy to take some inbounds and and, and chat with uh, anybody that's interested in learning more.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that. So if you want to get right to Chris, it's just uh, ping me forward slash. It's ping.me forward slash Chris.
1: That's correct. Ping.me You, you
0: guys are probably the only one with a dot me uh, domain. Uh, but yeah, ping.me forward slash Chris, and you'll get right to him. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode. I'm going to uh, keep sprinkling these in where I bring some technology that is on the cutting edge and about to come to market so that you as my listeners get a chance to hear and discover these things. Don't get me wrong. I know that there is 7,000 plus marketing and sales technologies out there. We are inundated every day with technology. But I feel it's part of my responsibility to find these nuggets of amazing Uh, potential and show them to you for the early adopters in the world that want to try this stuff and experiment with it. And I've got some analytics tools that I'm going to be uh, bringing to your attention because I'm still on the path for the Holy Grail on what really just nails it when it comes to campaign attribution and demand funnel uh, and, um, content attribution, also looking at some incredible technologies that will feature uh, for data services, and finally getting rid of some of the data problems that uh, plague us all when it comes to marketing. But Chris, thank you. It, it, It would be inappropriate for us to not say Huge shout out to Tom Kobe on your team, the chief product architect. Love working with Tom, and it's been great. You guys are so passionate about what you're doing, so smart, and I wish you all the success. And as you can tell, I'm I'm here to support you guys. So let me know, everybody listening, what you think. If you go check out Ping Pilot and you uh, think that this is a, a peek into the future of communication and engagement with clients. Love to hear that. Uh, and if you think, nope, not there yet, want to hear that too. Let's help shape this to be something uh, that forever changes how, how we all communicate. All right. Thanks, Chris. All the best to you. And thanks everybody for tuning in to this episode. We'll catch you on the next one. Take care.